Shut up and sit down. And now it's working. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. This is the Quiet Part Loud podcast. My name's Daryl. I'm your host, as always, and this is episode 56. Um, today is Monday, the 22nd of October, 2018, and it's not going to be a long episode today, but I wanted to jump on for a couple of reasons. Um, firstly, just to say thanks. Uh the last few episodes have effectively tripled in the amount of people on a specific platform uh, that are listening to each episode, and we're super grateful. And the same seems to be reflective on the other platforms. So for whatever reason, I don't know if it's something that we've changed or if it's just people are starting to find the, the show or what have you, but uh, the numbers are going the right way. And anybody that's new, Welcome anybody that's returning. Thanks again, guys. Your support is uh, is appreciated uh, more than you more than you know. So uh, for those who are joining us for the first time, get the show on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on TuneIn, and on Stitcher. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Quiet Part Loud for both. Um, and yeah, we try to do at least one a, one a week, right? So. It's Monday and I've got the ability to kind of kick the week off uh, with a brand new show and I, and I was keen to do that. So um, yeah, so the other reason I wanted to come on was that, well, two reasons, two other reasons. One is that it's my birthday today and the second is it marks five years since I basically had my light bulb moment uh, in terms of flipping the way I was living my life on its head <coughs> and chose health and well-being over ignorance and poison and <laughs> destruction effectively. Um, but yeah, but today is today's five years. And I said to myself on my 30th birthday, uh, it's time to get serious. Like, you know, time's not in your favor. It's never going to be in your favor. And if you want to do something, stop fucking around and do it now. Well, it took me two more years from that point before I actually did. Um, suffered a lot more issues along the way, health-related, socially, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But on my 32nd birthday, I, I said that was enough. Enough's enough. You're not doing any good to yourself to your work, to your ability, um, and to the people around you that, that love you the most. And it was then that exercise became a replacement for bad eating, a lazy lifestyle, a gluttonous lifestyle, and alcohol. That was replaced by physical fitness, which, <clears throat> you know, uh, up until the age of sort of 23, 24, I was an enthusiast at, uh, but I left it out for, for a number of years and, and again, suffered the consequences for it. So it was, it was to replace all of that garbage with something that was going to only have a positive result on my life and 
and all of the major aspects in my life. So five years later with this platform and me still on this journey, I thought it was it would be a great day to to just reflect on it and speak on how grateful I am that that happened and the results that have come as a consequence of that, but also to speak on the fact that it's not linear and it's not, you know, start to finish is not without its hurdles, its bumps, its roller coaster. The highs and lows of real self-improvement is, is part of what makes the journey so appealing and satisfying when you start to see the fruits of your labor. But it took me two years from the time I said I was going to really do it until I actually did it. So I'm a procrastinator. And that was the biggest thing I had to recognize. The fact that if I just said something and held myself accountable to it, truly held myself accountable to it, I would have to stay the course. And that's what my Instagram is about. My Instagram is effectively nothing but videos of me working out in the gym. And that's not for you guys. Like I've got followers on there, not a lot, but it's not for them. That's for me. It, of course, helps that I know other people might be watching, so it helps you know hold you accountable to another degree. But that's for me. I look at those photos and I say, oh, okay, you still got work to do here. Or if you have a bit of a, a, a gluttonous weekend, you can see it. You know, and it's just about keeping keeping tabs on myself. But it took me two years. So I finally held myself accountable. And now it's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not even something I think about unless I don't do it. So I think I have kind of like an addict's personality, right? And I changed, I changed one addiction to another effectively. Um, you know, the addiction of, of fast food and you know, all of this just junk that generally fills up most people's lives. You know, I traded that. I traded that off. Not fully. I still indulge big time. Um, but not like I used to in a more disciplined manner. And I've spoken about it on the podcast before. It's not about militancy. It's about discipline. Militancy will create more of a you know, a turned off reaction than an inspired reaction, an adhesive reaction, something you're going to stick with, something that you're going to maintain. You'll end up avoiding it if it's militant. But if it's a discipline and you learn to reside within that discipline and see the changes that it manifests, you're much more likely to do it. And, and when I realized that, the whole game changed for me. Because then it truly did become a lifestyle and it wasn't a labor. I almost punished myself for the first couple of years 
Like I wasn't working hard enough. And if I didn't go the extra mile, I was going to fucking, you know, I was going to fall right off the wagon, go right back to my old ways. There was a discipline and a lot of it had to do with the people I was around at the time, um, which did serve me well. And I always do push myself when I work out, but I was doing it in a way that caused me to injure myself a lot. And it was only when I actually took a step back and said, you're only you're doing this for yourself. It's not something that you're in a rush to get to. It is truly going to be a lifestyle that you adopt. So take your time and do it right. Which is why still on a Friday, if I want a pizza, I'll have a pizza. You know, or Chinese or whatever. If I want some cookies or a croissant on the weekend, I'm going to have that. I'm not about kale chips and, you know, chicken breast and broccoli with no flavor and, and, you know, these, I'm not about that. That's militancy. And nobody can maintain that unless you're an absolute psychopath or you're getting paid to do it. So for most people, it's just about finding a spot. And for me, it was in the beginning changing one addiction to another and almost punishing myself for the damage that I'd done previously in the years leading up to when I said, fuck it, this is enough. But consistency is what's going to get the job done. Adopting this as a lifestyle and not a fad or a trend or a band-aid solution You have to be willing to put the time and the hours and the weeks and the months. Of course, if I was more disciplined, if I tightened it up 10 more percent, I'd have even, you know, more significant changes than I've seen to this point. But again, it was, this is a lifestyle. I'm I'm in better shape now at 37 than I was when I was 27. And for me, that's a positive. And I don't care now that it's taken me 10 years to get here because I'm here and I'm never going back because this isn't about you and it's not about anybody else that's in the gym and that watches or that might peer upon my Instagram feed or my Facebook page or or all of that. If you take motivation from it, amazing. I hope you do. Because the journey that I've been on for the last five years has been fucking hard. It's been really hard. And I get up at 4.30 in the morning every single day. Apart from uh, Saturday and Sunday, effectively. You know, five days a week I work out. Five days a week I'm getting some physical activity. I train other people. I work a full-time job. And I try to find time to do this. My life now is about action. It's about doing stuff. It's not about going out, getting shit-faced, getting fucked up, you know, and wasting an entire day recovering. I'd rather recover from muscle soreness than from dehydration and poisoning my liver. Of course I like a drink. Of course I like going out. Of course I like hanging out with my friends. For sure. But not not every week and not multiple times a week. My motivation is 
my longevity. When I see a world around me that can barely walk and eats out of packets, it's, it's more disturbing to me every day and I want to be able to help people get over it. And I'm just saying that in the five years that I've been on this journey, it's been really, really hard. It's been really hard, but when I took an updated photo of myself this morning, everything that I thought was hard about the journey didn't matter. Because it's all past tense. The, the, the present is what you're looking at. And what I'm looking at versus what I was is a different person altogether, mentally, emotionally, physically. And if you're not going to start right now, if you know in your heart of hearts you should be doing something better for yourself, if you're not going to start right now, what, what is it that's going to make you start? You have to find your why. That's kind of a cliche thing to say, but it's true. Why are you going to change? Is it for yourself? Is it for your partner? Is it for your kids? Is it for your parents? What is it? Is it for your dog? Like, what is it? Why will you change? Why should you change? I think once you know that, then the process can begin. But if you don't have a reason to change, if you can't be honest enough with yourself to choose the reason that may be staring you in the face to change, then the process is gonna be a difficult one to start. For me, my body was failing. My why was it was affecting everything around me except my job. Everything around me was fucked up except my job. My health was terrible. I used to walk around having to stuck, suck my stomach in so that my uh, uh, buttons on my shirt didn't pop open. And at my fattest, at my most disgusting, at my at feeling my absolute worst, I would, I would occasionally get somebody to come up to me and say, oh, you look good today. And that would just ruin me absolutely ruined me because I knew how disgusting I felt every hour of the day sweating for no reason hacking up shit for like not for no reason I know exactly what the reason was but just hacking up shit not being able to walk up three flights of stairs having to bring an extra shirt to work like getting holes on my belt the other way, you know? Not because the waist was getting smaller. And then I started and I went all the way in. Kale shakes. Spinach for this. Chewing on bags of kale. Like fucking everything. You know? Two hour workouts a day. Breaking my body down. But my why was because I was failing myself and I was failing people around me. 
My why was because when I looked in the mirror, I was ashamed of myself. And it took me two years after I said I was going to change before I actually did. It took me going to the doctors to try to get help, to leave booze alone, to leave alcohol alone. And they wouldn't help me because they said I had my life together too much. And there was nothing that they could really do for me unless I wanted to check myself into rehab. <laughs> what? So I went at it myself. And to get myself started, I cut down. I didn't go cold turkey, I cut down. And after I'd cut down to, let's say, 20% of what my daily intake was, then I switched to non-alcoholic. I was drinking non-alcoholic beer just to, just to be able to satiate the oral fixation, the taste, the, the, the motion of getting up, going to the fridge, grabbing a beer, coming back, sitting down, you know, cracking it, whatever. And all the while, I just kept going to the gym. I kept working out. And then I'd fall off. And I'd have a little too much or I'd have something to eat that was horrendous for two, three days in a row and all of a sudden garbage again. And then I'd pull it back and so on and so forth. This doesn't continue anymore, but in the beginning it was hard. Until I realize, you know, until you realize you're you're taking two steps back and one step forward in that process, and you don't deserve anything because you haven't even started the process yet. Once that kicks in, then you can go to another level. And there's stages to this. But I finally got it. I finally got it. And then it became non-negotiable. And once it became non-negotiable, then the only battle was truly with myself. It wasn't really with anybody else. You know, I'd go out here and there before. But once I put a pin in that, and I said, this is truly up to you. What it became was non-negotiable. My time for exercise... Like my workouts are, are my fucking time. You only get to come into that if I want you to. That's my time. Non-negotiable stuff here. Where I can do as much thinking or as little thinking as I want. But at the end of it, come out having worked hard, done something good for myself, taken care of my body, and started the day right. That's why I work out in the morning. It's a start to the day. If I am the hardest on myself, the rest of the day is a cakewalk. And nothing in my day will push me as hard as I push myself during that hour, hour and a half, first thing before the sun's up. Nobody. And that's non-negotiable. I have to get that in. And that lines me up because if I've done the work, then I don't want to fucking shit it all away by having a terrible breakfast. And so the process starts again. 
And now I'm on track. Now I'm flowing. Now I've been flowing for a couple of years. But my why was everything. It was everything. And I wonder what yours is if you're looking for one. What's the why that you're not willing to negotiate for? What's the ultimatum? Is there an ultimatum? Is there something that can truly get you off your ass to do this long term? I'm a very vain, selfish person when it comes right down to it. And I think that a lot of it is I just want to fucking look good. I want to be able to walk down the street with my head, my head held high because I know I work harder than most people and I can be proud of myself. And I know if I'm proud of myself, then others around me will be too. But I don't look for other people's approval. I don't look for that. If it's a consequence of my actions for my reasons, then fantastic but I don't seek your approval. I've never been that person. My problem before was that I didn't seek your approval and I didn't seek my own either. So I just fucking tortured myself. Self-loathing, whatever it was, I don't fucking know, but I was just a procrastinator. I was a lazy, angry for whatever reason, asshole. And I'm a... I'm still an asshole sometimes, but, uh, you know, I think I'm a lot more cool, calm, and collected now, a lot more even-keeled now, a lot more considerate now than I was. And I think a lot of that has to do with the routine that I've adopted. How can it not be? How can it not be? I eat well. I keep myself healthy. Physically, I'm in pretty good shape. I've got a nice job. I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy training my clients. You know, things are good. Things are okay. They could always be better, but this is never a linear process. We're always working. We're always going up. We're always going down. The point is to keep moving forward and to ignore the anxieties that you might have had in the past. Because if you can focus more on what today is going to do for tomorrow, then you're sure to invest in yourself. And I think investing in yourself can never be a bad thing. But you're not going to do any of that until you know why. And if you know why, then the process can start. But looking back on it, you know, like I said, it's been five years. Things have changed. Things are great. I'm married now. Got house. Got puppies. Got kitties. Got a fucking garden that's supplying me with all the fruits and veggie I can want. You know? I think I made the right choice in saying, if I don't do it now... In a year from now, I'm going to regret it. And I know I am because I regretted it last year and the year before and the year before that. 
So why start now? Maybe it's as simple as why not? The fuck have you got to lose? But it may be something deeper than that. And if it is, then you have to be honest enough with yourself to admit what that why is and to go after it. You might hear it on a motivational speech, you might hear it on a movie, or you might hear it in a song. I don't know. You might just have a little voice in your head saying, motherfucker, get up and do something. Why are you sitting around doing nothing? Why are you eating that? Why are you treating us this way? Or maybe that voice is coming from somebody that lives with you or somebody you work with or somebody that, you know, cares about you. I don't know. You've got to recognize your why and be confident and courageous enough to own it. And if you do that, then the process can start. My process started two years late, arguably 10 years late, arguably 15 years late. But five years ago, it started and it continues today and I couldn't be happier with where I'm at. Of course, there are things to improve. That's what tomorrow's for. And the day after, and next week, and next month, and next year. We don't stop this journey. We don't stop getting better. If we do, you might as well stay the fuck home and do nothing. Get ready to kick it, man. Get ready to die. What else are you doing this for? You gotta live. You gotta enjoy the sunshine when the sun's out. You gotta enjoy the fresh air. You gotta enjoy the people around you. You have to recognize, identify, uncover, discover your why and get on with it. Five years ago, five years ago, I started. God damn, you should have seen this. You should have seen the state of me. Not now. Not now. Working on a cobblestone belly. Cantaloupes in the back. And tree trunks to stand on. I want to be strong for me. I want to be healthy for me. I know if I do that, then everyone around me will benefit. I'm just trying to work on being the best that I can be. But on my 37th birthday, I feel like I'm 27. Feel good, man. Feel good. But like the Nero and Heat says, I am never going back. Never. That's the discipline. So that's it. I just wanted to come on and say, hey, find your why, guys, and then get on with it. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day relaxing with my dogs and, uh, and taking it pretty fucking easy on my birthday. I've already had a workout today. But, uh, but now we can chill out. So, um, yeah, nice and short, half an hour. We never do half an hour. But I just want to jump on and say what's up. 
say happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are well. Like I said before at the beginning, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Get us on SoundCloud. Get us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, at The Quiet Part Loud. And uh, yeah, until next time, guys. All the best. <laughs>